ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Thursday, May 12th edition. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program this hour by texting us at 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. If you still like dialing up and talking to a person, that's me. 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. we got a couple of people coming up that's going to be interesting and fun to talk to. I think first up, we're going to hear from Huntington City Council Chairperson Holly Smith-Mount. We're going to talk a little bit about the allocation that City Council made to Marshall University, $7 million to help towards the baseball park. So we'll talk to her see why this was possible is this really you're going to get seven million dollars value out of this this is the uh, american uh, cares recovery money we'll talk about that it's a good investment that city council thought so we'll talk to her about why city council felt like this was a good allocation of those funds tony kemper joins us in a little bit as well Uh, we'll get caught up on his uh, latest travels his latest additions to the program and of course We'll get your phone calls in, your text uh, coming up tomorrow on the program. Uh, we're going to get John Mercer in here tomorrow, Marshall's tennis coach. It's going to be a perfect time because Friday will be game six of the Rangers and the Penguins. You heard me say that right, game six. You know, yesterday I have a new intern, and great kid. He comes in here, and he's very he's very focused, and he preps hard for the show, and he's starting to learn, and, you know, he's got a great personality, but – he still was trolling a little bit because he came in here yesterday with his Pittsburgh Pirates hat and his Pittsburgh Penguin shirt, just trolling a little bit on me. Uh, he's changed his wardrobe a little bit today, so he's wearing all Pirates, and that's fine. That's that's, that's okay. That's uh, you know I like the coordination of the teams, proper coordination to begin with. But Mercer, I asked him yesterday. I said, "So we're we still waiting for that uh, that final Penguins win and." It was silent for all of last night. Completely silent. I finally got a response from him. Yeah, I'll be on the show. Yeah, I'm still coming on. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll be here for you. And uh, I, I mean, all I'm getting from Penguins fans is like, what about that? What about that hit? What's that about that hit with Crosby? I mean, that was a legal hit. That's just a legal hit, right? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it was a legal hit. Rangers win that one. I mean, it was it was looking bad earlier, thinking, oh, no, the Rangers are going to get eliminated, and then they score three after Crosby goes out, and then Penguins tie it up. And then it gets interesting, and the Rangers score the final two. Your potential Vesna Trophy winner, Igor Shesterkin, uh, looking better. Still need a little work to do, looking a little bit better, but – I think the Rangers are starting to finally figure this thing out. Of course, I'm probably the only Rangers fan among you. You're all Penguins fans. I get it. That's okay. We all can agree to disagree. I still appreciate everyone being on with me, and we will talk to John Mercer tomorrow. But we're keeping an eye on softball right now. Softball advancing yesterday. And so right now, taking on number one seed Louisiana Tech, and at last check, it was 7-4 in favor of Louisiana Tech. The offenses were just going off on both pitchers. Uh, Sidney Nestor, at last count, 
hit four. She hit four and put them on base. And there was some activity in the bullpen when I stopped watching to come in the studio. When's the last time there was activity in the bullpen with Sidney Nestor on the mound? When's the last time? I, I don't know. So we'll find out what happens. Of course, this is not an elimination game. That's the good news for the Thundering Herd. Marshall loses. We'll play again today in the final game. That'll be at 8.30. So you don't want to play again today. You want to go to the next day. Hopefully the herd can get it done. If Sydney locks in, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. We'll see what happens, though. So that's coming up tonight if the herd loses. The elimination game, Want to get to um, you want to get to the championship. But you, know, you would like to do it in the least amount of games possible. You don't want to have to play in that loser bracket. Baseball is in action as well. Traveling to Old Dominion for a three-game weekend series. It's going to be played on Friday. We'll update you a little bit more on that later. A big night tonight in both the NHL and the NBA. It's elimination games tonight, and both leagues have got good ones. Heat taking on the 76ers. Miami leads that one three games to two. The Suns taking on the Mavericks. Phoenix leads that 3-2. to two. And then in the NBA and the NHL, I got ahead of myself, in the NHL, Hurricanes taking on the Bruins. Carolina leads that series three games to two. You can listen to that tonight on our sister station, Cat Sports 93-3 and 1340. Maple Leafs taking on the Lightning. Toronto leads that series three games to two. Wild taking on the Blues tonight. St. Louis leading that three to two. And then the Oilers taking on the Kings. The Kings leading three to two. How about that? One of the best players in all the National Hockey Leagues, Connor McDavid. And yet, the Oilers not getting it done. Three to two. We'll find out what happens tonight. So we could have a whole bunch of Game 7s, or we could have a couple of days off, whatever the case may be. Uh, We've got that Hurricanes and Bruins game coming up tonight. And again, that's on our sister station, Cat Sports, 93-3 and 1340. What we've got tonight is the Pirates and the Reds. Four-game series starting today. This is going to be an interesting series because the Reds beat the Pirates. And then the Pirates went on and won the series against the Dodgers. Shouldn't have won that series. And then the Reds beat Milwaukee, win that series. Shouldn't have won that series. So we'll find out what happens. Plus, it's going to be in Pittsburgh. Maybe the home field home ballpark be a little bit more favorable to the home team we'll find out we'll have that game for you coming up it'll be in an hour airtime 610 right here on espn 94.1 and am 9:30. now uh cole tucker was optioned the triple a earlier today all right quick timeout. we'll come back uh we're going to talk a little bit about money Seven million dollars worth. Seven million going to the ballpark. We'll talk to Huntington City Council Chairperson Holly Smith Mount when we continue with this edition of the Drive. ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. 
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday edition. Paul Swan, your host. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We'll start getting your text in later this hour, 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. Still to come, we're going to hear from Marshall University women's basketball coach Tony Kemper. Stay tuned for that. A lot of happenings with the women's basketball team, so Coach Kemper is going to get us caught up on that so we will talk to him in the next few minutes but uh, I promised that I would make sure that we would get Holly off the air before soccer began I promise so I'm going to do my very best joining us now on the program to explain seven million dollars worth of appropriations to Marshall Baseball is Huntington City Council chairperson Holly Smith Mount how you doing stranger Hey, how's it going? How you been? I'm good. I'm good. Holly's my favorite city council person because not only she's not my city council person, but she also puts up with me when I have complaints. And it's my pleasure. It's my I, pleasure. I know. I know. I I can be I can be terse at times, not directed at you, of course, but I can be I can be a bitter citizen at times, and and Holly will just like entertain all of that, and then she goes off and has a happy day. <laughs> I try. So, first of all, um, chairperson, as uh, I haven't talked to you about that in a while, congratulations. Uh, it's belated, but still, con- congratulations on that. And so, I thought you'd be the perfect person to talk about this today since uh, City Council yeah. decided to uh, allocate $7 million out of the $40 million yeah. that remained of the American Rescue Plan Fund. Yeah. So $7 yeah. million is going to – it's for costs related to the baseball stadium. Yeah. First of all, it, how how was that able to be made possible? You explain the details of how you were able to allocate money from those funds. Is was That was permissible, obviously, with the approval. Yeah. Here, but you know, how did that work? So, you know, the, the city of Huntington was fortunate enough to receive forty point six million dollars from the American Rescue Plan Act and and we call it ARPA so it's how we refer to it you know shorter uh we have we have an ARPA fund manager at City Hall who who is wonderful his name's Corey he he's put up this application process and the, the ARPA manual itself is a couple inches thick with with things you can and can't use it for and we were we were able to winnow it down to a few different categories in Huntington based on our specific municipal needs. So things like infrastructure, things like tourism, um, premium pay is an option. So we had a few buckets of things. And so we were actually able to carve out, uh, it's actually the total going to the baseball stadium would be 8 million, 7 million directly to, and then a million of what we are giving to the Huntington Municipal Development Authority. So actually, eight million is going to go to helping that stadium come to fruition, and it, it's really exciting because the criteria um, are strict but also broad. If that makes sense, I know that sounds so contradictory, but uh, I'm real excited to be a part of making this come to reality because I was I was at Marshall from '99 to '03, not to date myself too much, but we were talking about a baseball stadium then. So long time coming, long time coming, and it's just so exciting. 
Now, what will the extra million specifically benefit? Well, with the ARPA funds, the way that you have to spend it, you know, there are certain criteria. So I think the people that, that manage the money in City Hall, our, our financial gurus said, okay, if we if we give part of this to Humda, you know, they can use it for different things. Because ARPA does have specific, uh, what well, has timelines tied to it. So, you know, there's a two-year, 2024, so two years from now, 2024, the money has to be earmarked for expenditure. And by 26, it needs to be actually spent. So it's, I mean, that seems like a long time, but here we are, it's 2022 already. Um, so the ARPA funds are, are used for things like utility relocation, you know, environmental testing, site clearing, things like that, um, stormwater mitigation uh, for the site, abatement. You know, where this is going is, is definitely a, it's the former Flint Group pigment area, right? So it's definitely an environmental thing before you build something on it where people are going to be sitting, hanging out, eating, drinking, you got to make sure it's safe. So lots of things that this money will be spent on. Um, so it's really exciting. So I'm going to ask you, is it that particular property or is that, you know, something that's really not, uh, was on the, the agenda for city council, the exact property? Say that again. Okay. Uh, I know there has been some conversations that maybe the property that's available now, there might be different property that this baseball park could eventually end on. So yeah, it could be. Okay, it could be. I think in the same the same kind of general area though is is where everyone seems to be looking. Okay, so it's not exactly that plot of land. This isn't tied to that specific plot of line land just right, yet. Right. Okay. So there's a lot of projects that could use a lot of funding. Why did City Council? feel that this would be good use i mean we all want a baseball park but well right yeah there's so many things that could be funded why did council agree that this would be good use and what do you think the return is going to be past actually just seeing marshall have a ballpark well i think you can't have marshall and huntington not be in the same sentence and i think that there's such a great partnership there between the city and the university and Huntington is, is we are Marshall, and to, I think it's just part of it is just an honor to be able to contribute to it. But at the same time, there are benefits. Uh, obviously, you know, these guys are right now playing out at the uh, Kennedy Center, right? So while that is a wonderful, wonderful facility out there for, for athletics, for a D1 school to be playing out there and have to have games called because of – or cut short because of the light – they ran out of daylight um, – they, they need a stadium, right? They need and deserve a stadium. So this will bring in tourism dollars. You know, we'll have teams coming in. There's room for people to sit. And then also other options. You know, that field can be used for certainly tournaments of sort. And uh, I think it'll make us a great destination for any of our conference play. Um, bring in those tourism dollars. And it's a benefit to the fans. It'll bring people out. Out to the ball game, so they say. Um, easier access, more seating, and just really give our city that true Division One baseball experience. What, if any, reservations did uh, City Council have before uh, approving this? Um, on the ball field, none. This this was uh, a really easy decision. Um, I think it'll be a really great benefit for our community, for the school. It really was a great a great choice for expenditure because this it's time for us to have a baseball stadium.
Joining me on the program, Huntington City Council Chairperson. I have to say that. Chair. <laughs> chairperson. That's a big title. Holly Smith now. She, yeah, she joins me on the program to talk a little bit about it. So I thought she'd be perfect to, to do this because sometimes you look at the amount and people are like, well, why didn't that money go here? Or why didn't that money go there? Yeah. Um, and $7 million is a lot. And then you add the, the extra million on top of that. That's a lot of money to, to make that investment. But you're looking at the city council looking at this as – what could spring up, what could grow around the ballpark, not just, okay, we're giving $8 million to build a ballpark, have fun, hope you guys win some games. There's a a grander picture with what could happen, what could spring up around the ballpark. That seems to be the the plan here. Absolutely. The the draw of the ball field is bigger than just the money itself. Um, You know, the mayor, when he set out to spend this money, he wants to see a $5 to $1 ROI on these projects. So there's a lot of careful consideration that goes into this. And certainly people coming into our city, staying in our hotels, eating in our restaurants, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And we have a lot to offer here, so we want people to see it. My guest from Huntington City Council, Holly Smith-Mount, the ballpark possibly going to be built sooner than later, thankfully. Um, have you had any reactions with uh, the new athletic director or, uh, you know, in, in the lead-up to this? I know this is pretty much, uh, I'm sure, an easy slam dunk for almost everybody as far as getting this thing done. But, uh, you know, have you had any conversations as far as where this is going with the new athletic director or just uh, in any No, uh, con- I, I have not had the pleasure of meeting him yet, but I, I do look forward to the opportunity. I've heard great things. Um, I'm excited to see what he does with Marshall University. Uh, We're big fans. We get season tickets to a lot of things. We like to take our kids to the events. Um, It's a great atmosphere, uh, fun for families, and it's right in our backyard. We live live in town. I clocked at one time on my odometer that I can get to the stadium in about 1.1 miles. I mean, how many people can say they live that close to, to college athletics? It's just really exciting. It's in our own backyard, so I'm excited to be able to get to the ball field and just a couple more clicks. Did you have any um, stipulations? Is there anything that the city council wanted to see done with the money being given? Is there anything that maybe, okay, we're going to give you this, but here's kind of what we're looking for in addition to what you're trying to do? Um, I believe there are, and the, the, the true granular specifics um, I cannot speak to in regards to the baseball uh, field. Um, that's or Corey, uh, our ARPA fund manager, he helps us handle all that because it is it is a really long list of things you can and cannot do with this money. So he's his job is to make sure that the money gets spent, it gets spent appropriately, and that there's follow-up. Because anytime this money is given to a recipient, uh, there's follow-up that has to be done. They have There's reporting and things like that to make sure that it gets used appropriately and that it is meeting the goals that it was intended to meet. Okay, so it's not just here's a check, have fun, good luck with that oh, ballpark. Gosh, no, no, none of it is. It's it's all very well orchestrated, very well thought out and intentioned uh, giving of funds. Holly Smith Mount joins me, Huntington City Council chairperson. All right, soccer's coming up. Well, we got tonight. You got to get ready for soccer here. What do you got? I know, I know, uh, and it's perfect weather for it. My kids are both in soccer, and and we do have practice tonight, and we love going out. 
um, ironically, see the Kennedy Center and, and down by the river and the planes taking off and the skydivers. It's an experience in and of itself. Okay, so practice tonight. When's the next game? Saturday morning. We got back-to-back. Back-to-back. Okay. You want to hype that? You want to try to get some uh, you know, some, some crowd out there while you're here? You yes, got, get yes, the- yes. 1030, the Cobras, who are 9 and 10 years old, and the Tigers at 1130, who are 7-year-olds and highly entertaining, highly entertaining. Um, come out and watch them play. It's, it's going to be great. Okay. Maybe watch some skydivers and pray that it doesn't rain. All right, I'll do that. I'm going to – yeah, Cobras. Okay, I can go with that. You know, I can just do it. That's a little karate kid for me. It's the Cobras. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. And, of course, I the scene from Dodgeball. Dodgeball, you know, where they're like, boom, boom. When are we going to bring that back? By the way, since I have yeah. you here, when are we bringing that back? <laughs> I know. I know. Dodgeball. I don't know. I think our society might be a little too litigious for, like, actual Dodgeball League. But I'd be in. I'd be down for sure. Okay. Paul, let's, let's, let's talk. I mean, I can hype that up. <laughs> After all, I, I have a I have a platform for people who are sports minded. <laughs> you do, you do. Yeah, we can dodgeball league. Right? Yeah, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll help you with dodgeball, and um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If uh, I help you with dodgeball, you got to help me with one thing. Well, gosh, what is it? Hockey. Hockey. Oh, I know. That's a conversation that has come up. Okay. I I grew up outside of Wheeling. So I used to watch the Thunderbirds, which and it then became the Nailers. Yep. Then um, they played the Blizzard. Um, hockey is so entertaining, so entertaining. Any sport, I mean, these guys literally just rip their gear off and, like, throw down on the ice. I was like, what in the world is happening? Um, it is a really, really cool sport. Um, you know, I've had discussions about hockey with other folks. I think my first month in office, um, that was one of the first emails I got was like, hockey. So there are definitely uh, there are conversations to be had for sure, but um, all things in due time, I guess. Okay, so let's begin. Let's begin this conversation then. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to let it go now that I know it's a thing. I'm not going to let it go. Can we, can we name the team the Swans, right? Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Absol- absolutely and it'll be a fighting swan with with a like a fist in the air and the swans hockey stick actually, swans can be very they're aggressive yeah they are they're, i was in a uh, wine country once at a hotel and they had they had white and black swans in their water feature and everyone's like oh the swans and they were like don't bother the swans they will attack you like no other and i was like those delicate looking creatures hey look you perturb us enough you know you you know what happens <laughs> Don't pick off a swan. Period. Can I get that on a shirt? And will you will you make that shirt happen? And it's two wins, by the way. <laughs> Sounds good. I love it, Holly. Thanks for doing it. Uh, we'll do it again soon. And uh, let's talk Thank hockey. You. I'm not going to let that go now. You know you're stuck now. <laughs> and now you've got my number, right? So. Yep. I mean, I knew how to get a hold of you anyway, but now I can get yeah. a hold of you quicker. But just not during. <laughs> yeah, just to, not during working hours and council meetings. Before or after, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> All right, Paul. It's good talking to you as always. Thanks, Holly. Appreciate it. Uh huh. Bye bye. As Huntington City Council Chairperson Holly Smith Mount, you know we're doing hockey. I'm making that happen right now. I just got to get Williams on board with this. I don't know. You know, maybe I gotta. Maybe I run for mayor. Maybe I run for mayor. 
No, I'm not running for mayor. Tony Kemper on the other side of the break. ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the May 12th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I want to welcome back to the program now. It's always a pleasure to spend a few minutes with Tony Kemper, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. One of the first people I text when I found out that our good friend Jason Corrier uh, was uh, accepting a position with Tulane. I mean, you were like the first one of the first people I sent a text to because while I'm super happy for him, I'm not happy. <laughs> well, I'm a little. You and I are in a little bit the same boat, you know, because he's he's done great work for women's basketball. You know, there's probably a lot of people in the football world that doesn't know what he. You know, he works really hard for Coach Huff in football for a half a year, and then he comes with us on the road. And so we're going to we're gonna miss him. I know that. He works extremely hard for us and um, in every sport, really. Yeah. So he, that'll he, be, he travels with be, you? Uh, he does. Yeah, he travels with us, and he's our radio guy for WMUL. Um, a couple years ago, when, when budget things got crazy, um, you know, they put him on on the road games. So... Um, he's got a unique skill set that will be, you know, difficult to to mirror, I guess, with the next one. So you get a, you get a voice in that hire, right? Uh, I probably do not get a voice in that hire, you know, or not allowed one anyway. But um, you know, his his main job, and I think to give Jason credit, I mean, he sort of added the he took on those responsibilities the longer he's here. You know, he didn't start in that role of of dealing with football and then women's basketball. But um, I think it was a sport, our sport, I think was one that he enjoyed covering. And, um, you know, he's he's been at the front of a lot of bus rides um, around Conference USA. So he'll be he'll be missed by everybody in our program. But, you know, I know that's a fact. Look, I'll, uh, I'll remind um, Christian Spears, who, um, who actually made sure he got hired. It was you. So I'll, I'll remind him. I can do that. You can't. <laughs> I can point that out. Well, yeah, Christian's Christian's moving and shaking, so um, we'll uh, he'll he'll get somebody in here that's good. I, I know that for a fact, and so we're uh, um, I, it's bittersweet for sure. But I am happy for him and um, you know his whole family. They're huge supporters of of ours and, and good friends as well. So um, you know it'll be uh, it'll be different um, certainly. Tony Kemper, my guest, Marshall women's basketball coach. A lot of things are happening with you. Um, remember, a few weeks ago, we were having a conversation that rumors of the herd's demise uh, were uh, sorely over-exaggerated as the transport portal giveth and it taketh away. And um, so far, uh, you've been doing pretty good, making sure that um, not only do um, you bring people back into the thundering herd fold, you re- you're recruiting, your transfer portal skills seem to be doing pretty good. Uh, you're adding names. Talented players, looking pretty good so far. I mean, of course, you haven't played a game yet, but you know, still looking pretty good so far, Coach. Yeah, I mean, we're we're excited about where we're at, and uh, you know, I think that maybe something that's not known is we knew that this was going to be, to a large degree, a transition year for us. You know, and we we knew we had four seniors in the starting lineup all year, so we understood the the uh, 
maybe the reload job that we were going to have at the end of it. Um, and, and so we were, we were on the front end of that. And, um, you know, we've added, we've added uh, four freshmen now. Um, I think you, you saw Peyton Ilderton, um, yesterday from Logan, um, kind of made it official, but so we've added four high school players that we're excited about two in the fall. Um, Meredith Meyer and, uh, or mayor, excuse me. And, uh, and Sydney Scott, and then we've added four transfers um, out of the portal, and then signed. Um, you know, then we've got two other high school commitments here, here late as well. So we've changed our roster over, and and we're not done. And so we've got a little bit more work to do. And I, I do think the timing of basketball, and and uh, especially in a year where um, you do have to sign as many as we did, it's kind of stretched out and taken a while. But we're still hard at work and um, talking to some really good players that, that I'm excited about what they can bring. Talk to me about what Peyton brings to you. She, of course, has a nice resume to uh, go along. She's someone who's an in-state product as well, so that's always nice. And, you know, I'm not saying she's the she's the biggest feather in your cap. They all seem like pretty good gets. But, you know, she seems like she's someone who's going to be pretty special if all uh, pans out for her. Yeah, she's she's a. I think that's a good word for her. She's a pretty special kid. And you look at what they accomplished at Logan this year. They won the state championship, and uh, you know that's a that's been a place that's really cranked out great players for really for Marshall women's or Marshall basketball, and not just women's basketball. Marshall basketball since since I've been in the area. You know, um, Shana Gore, Stevie Browning. That's a that's a huge hotbed of support for our university as well. So I think. You know, from when Peyton was a kid, I think she um, had visions of putting on a Marshall jersey. And so she had a great senior year. Um, like I told you, she won the state championship. Um, they, they actually beat Fairmont and uh, Meredith Mayer, who I talked about earlier, signing in the fall um, in a close game at the state championship. So um, she's a winner. She's a tough kid. Um, really good shooter. Uh, but I think... I think her intangibles are probably the best thing about her. Um, I think the state championship shows she just can kind of find a way to get it done. And um, so I think that's, you know, the guts and, and things like that are probably the most exciting thing to me. Um, you know, she may not know how she's going to figure out how to be productive at Marshall, but um, I have a lot of confidence in her that she's going to kind of come in and, and figure it out. And, uh, you know, that's exciting. Now, you're going to be wrapping up in Logan, by the way. Coach's tour info is out. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Okay. Yeah, I just uh, – first stop is going to be in Cincinnati. I don't know what your personal agenda is going to be, but uh, the – I'm Cincinnati. You're I'm Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Okay. I'll be there, yep, this weekend. Yep. Great people in Cincinnati really do a great job of supporting women's basketball, so I'll be there. How about, um, how about Logan? Will you be there for the wrap-up? I think I'm in Logan, but I don't. What's the date on that? You know me. I kind of look right in front of my nose, and Cincinnati's on the. It's on the horizon. June twentieth. So June twentieth. Uh, June twentieth. Logan County. I'm sorry, Logan County Club, six thirty p.m. Dinner. Well, I I honestly can't remember if I'm going to that one or not, but I will tell you over the years that's one that I have frequented, and. Uh, you know, like I said, we we had obviously Shana was from there, and what a tremendous player she was at at Marshall. And uh, your listeners may not know this, she's a GA right now for Indiana, 
on the women's side, and Indiana's in the top ten in the country. You know, so she's parlayed, you know, what she's her her career here into uh, being a grad assistant, one of the best programs in women's basketball. So, um, if I uh, if I don't have something else going on, I'll probably be in low, and I may already be scheduled to be. I just can't remember. Okay, let's kill bir- let's kill two birds with one stone here. Um, Cincinnati is May fifteenth. Again, this is um, these are the uh, the coaches tour. That means you get to meet your favorite coach, including Tony Kemper. Um, Monday, May twenty third, Beckley. It's the uh, golf tournament ha- held at Grandview Country Club. I'm going to Beckley. Okay, that, that's one that I can remember. And there's one on June sixth. That's the other one that I or seventh maybe. June yes, sixth or seventh. Where where are we at on one of those two days? Friday, June third through Sunday, June. 5th. Fifth is the uh, Greenbrier White Sulphur Springs. I'm not. I'm not going to the Greenbrier. Okay. You're, they're going to miss me at the Greenbrier. But there's one right after that. There is Princeton June seventh uh, at the uh, Chuck Mathena Center, Princeton. I'm going to be in Princeton. Okay, you'll be in Princeton. I'm going to be in Princeton. Yep. And then there's Thursday June 9th at the uh, Fireside Grill in Putnam County. I don't think I'm scheduled to go to Putnam County. Okay. Then great place to eat, but you won't I'm not be there. Be there. Okay. Saturday, June I don't 11th. Think I'll be there. It'll be the uh, you're going to the MGM Meg's Gallia and Mason County's uh, bowling event at Skyline Lanes. Right. You're going to that one, June 11th, Saturday. I actually don't think I am. I think the last one might be that Logan one. Okay. So Cincinnati, the two at Beckley. I'm a Southern West Virginia guy. I get it. I get it. There's one I more. Hang out down there. Yeah, there's one more that's listed. It's uh, June 15th. That's a Wednesday. Uh, that's dinner at the Shriners Hall, Parkersburg. Okay. And there's a couple of stops that have not been detailed just yet in this release. I'm sure you're on those, right? You know, we're just holding. We're just waiting for your final confirmation. Yeah, I'll put out a press release, Jason. I'll have Jason before he leaves for two lanes. Yeah, he's still working. By the way, I just. Yeah, the, he's still working until the very last moment. He he's not getting out he of is. this easy. He's here until June or or May, excuse me, twenty fifth. I think so. We're gonna try to use him a little bit until then. Yeah. So so we've still got a big story on. You know, you, we talked about um, Peyton today, but we've really we've really got a whole bunch that we've kind of released here and there that you've probably talked about. But we're uh, we're trying to get it all wrapped up and then release the group together um you know because we have been busy so that's i'm looking forward to that and getting it getting it all done and getting it out there well so hopefully we can get it done before jason leaves okay what can you talk about i know you can probably uh, talk a little bit more it's uh it's the ink is dry now kendall miller you so you can officially talk about her a little bit more yep kendall well we can we so we can go all the way back rashayla scott is a, a guard from southeast missouri state um that, that we got actually she was on board first um i think she averaged double figures at, at southeast missouri state athletic kid that um can get the ball to the basket uh, shoots it pretty well uh we're excited about her been pretty productive for the last couple of years at demo um then i think tara harness was next and tara was at uh south carolina upstate last year shooter long shooter probably five nine or so New Carlisle, Ohio. Um, she was on the All Big South freshman team. 
So she's she's good. You know, a year ago she she would have tied us for made threes on our team at Marshall, and she would have shot the highest percentage on our team at Marshall. So added somebody that that you know can really really stretch the floor and make some shots um, with Tara. Then Ashley Tudor is Cincinnati kid um, that was at Radford, uh, averaged I think just under double figures at Radford, um, really versatile four-man that can move away from the basket, beat you off the dribble. She can shoot three, um, good athlete, smooth player. Uh, so we're excited about her. Um, she Ashley's got three years left. Tara has three years left. Rochelle Scott's got two years left. And then the one you just asked me about, Kendall Miller, is a grad transfer from Akron. And Kendall's really, really versatile. Um, she can play really across the board on the perimeter, one, two, three. Um, and she was a she was a leader on an Akron team that was actually really good, played in the WNIT. Um, you know, she's one that we're really excited about as well. How you feel this team um, looks in comparison to your new home? Is this a, a team that's you know, still more of um, how you want to run it? You know, have you made any adjustments, try to uh, adapt to the Sun Belt? You know, how, how's the process? Well, we're, you know, as a group, we're trying to make sure that we continue to add multiple people that can shoot. And, you know, that we've always kind of shot the three pretty well. Um, actually, we've always shot the three as part of our offense. A, kind of a push as a coaching staff has been we've got to shoot it better, you know. And so um, I think that's probably maybe a focus is we got to try to add as many people as we can that can really stretch the floor. And, uh, you know, there, there's going to be a learning curve for us in, in the Sun Belt. Um, I think that you if you build a team that was going to be able to compete in Conference USA, then you're going to have a team that competes in the Sun Belt. And, um, you know, I think we've – I think we've done a good job of that. I think we have a little bit more work to do, and that's what we're we're going after right now. So um, I'm excited about them. I think that it is a, obviously it's a it's a different team than the one we had last year, um, but but I think that maybe we're a little bit more athletic across the board um, at this point. But we've got to go prove that. You know, that's one of the first things you said was you haven't played anybody yet, and. That's true, but I am excited to coach them. I think they're a good group, and um, you know it's going to be a challenge. We have so many new new players that putting them together is going to be, you know, one of the bigger challenges to to our year this year. That sounds like fun, also for you. Just trying to figure it all out, put the chess pieces together. No, it's going to be. I mean, it, it really is. There's, there's, to a large degree, it is. Uh, it's kind of a reset, and a, and it's refreshing. You know, there's, there's a lot of unknowns. I think it's challenging as a coach. Um, it's going to challenge our staff. And so that, that stuff is good and, and welcome. And, and it's just fine for me to have to look at things and figure out, is there a better way to do, you know, this stuff? Is there a different way that we can be a little bit better? So. Tony Kemper, my guest, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. Before I let you go, anything else you can uh, you can kind of give us a hint on, or are we just waiting for Jason to finally put it all together before he leaves? <laughs> well, we're so the we talked about everybody that's already in there. You know, we talked about everybody that's going to be. I know in that release, and we're still working to. We need to add a post player, and, and we're working to try to get that done right now. And um, you know, I think that we also could add another guard 
Um, but we don't want to add a good one. We're pretty comfortable with where we are right now. So um, it's kind of one of those things. If we feel like she changes our team, then we're going to go after her hard. And so we're looking at a couple right now, and um, we'll we'll see what happens. Tony Kemper, my guest. Okay, coaches tour Cincinnati. Do not wear the Chiefs gear. Okay, no Chiefs gear. <laughs> Well, if we would have won, I might have worn it. But there's no reason to break it out. You guys dominated us this year. So, I don't know. We got the yips when we played you guys. I mean, okay. All right, we'll, we'll see again. There will be another opportunity here soon. We'll see. Schedule comes out tonight. Are you excited? I mean, this made-up holiday of the NFL schedule being released? Well, I, uh, I don't get too wrapped up in the schedule release. Um, but uh, are we supposed to play each other again? Yeah, is that, is yeah. That oh yeah, that yeah. Okay. We know the opponents. Hey, you and I, our our convert, our uh, our skirmish will continue. Okay, I'm ready for it. I, I would assume that that the the Chiefs will be motivated the way that it went last year. So, tale of two halves twice. We really dominated the first half in both games, and when it came time to win, you guys were much better than us. Okay, I um okay. I'm just uh, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you you recognize uh, that um, you got to play the entire game. I, hey, I'm glad you recognize. I that. cannot make it what it's not. You, I mean, that was disappointing. We had that. We had both those games all but one. You got to finish them off. So, by the way, you got to finish them off. By the way, um, I just want to point this out to you now. Kansas City Bengals. It's a Bengals home game. I know what we're doing, depending on when that game is uh, played. I know what we're doing, you and I. We're going? We're going. We're going. Well, of course, we're going to have to go. We're going. <laughs> well, I, I do have a job that's usually busy during the NFL season. So I, if we can go. I'll, I'll if, caveat that. Okay. I would love to go. It's got to work out. Things we'll, have got to work break in my favor. Okay, you know? we'll see if it happens. If not, I will try to go in your stead just to make sure that I think you should. You're I represented. You should. I might get I might get roughed up there. I, I probably will just wear a Marshall shirt and and represent the herd and call it a day. That may you be that would be the smartest thing you have that that would be wise. <laughs> that would be very wise. <laughs> Good talking yeah, to you. Yeah. yeah, I'll um, I'll I'll work on that. If uh, we'll we'll find out tonight. We'll find out, and then I'll work on if we can go. As um, that sounds good. We'll do it, Coach. Our schedule release is coming is coming pretty soon. Also, we're kind of waiting on our um, go to conference meetings next week with the Sun Belt, and they'll put some final touches on the Sun Belt schedule, and then we've got our our non conference schedule pretty much done. So, um, you know, I don't think it'll take long to get that out as well. I'll tell you what. We'll yeah, that's what was coming. We're, we're kind of work. It's kind of messy, but we got a lot going on and a lot coming down the pipe. We'll hype it up bigger than the NFL release tonight. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. We got some good games. So Looking forward to it. It'll be good for us. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, Coach, for doing it. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. See you. That's Tony Kemper. Uh, tomorrow on the program, uh, it's going to be John Mercer, and it's going to be even more fun, me giving him grief over the Penguins and the Rangers, but that's tomorrow. We'll wrap it up when we continue with this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
coming up tonight. We have got Pirates baseball. The Pirates are taking on the Reds. Pirates lost the series to the Reds, and then the Reds went on and beat Milwaukee in a series. That was crazy. And then the Pirates go on and beat the Dodgers in a series. And that was crazy. And that's coming up tonight. We've got it for you right here. ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. We've got NHL action tonight. The Carolina Hurricanes taking on the Boston Bruins. Carolina leads that series three games to two. And we have got that coming up tonight. Uh, We're in pretty much the golden spot right now. We've got elimination games all across the board tonight in the NHL and in the NBA. we got a score update. we got to get that to you before we call it a day here. Louisiana Tech and Marshall now in the middle of the fifth, and it is a comeback by the Herd. Still trailing by two. I'm sorry, three. It's trailing by three. It is 11-8 in favor of Louisiana Tech. And that game is streaming now on ESPN+. Plus. Hopefully the Herd can come back and not have to play another game tonight. Whatever the case may be, we will have that coming up score-wise, result-wise, all tomorrow if you miss it tonight. Tomorrow on the show, um, tentatively, John Mercer. And we're also going to try to get sometime next week Gator Hoskins. We're going to try to get him next week. Um, Also, next week, it's been moved to a week after probably. This month, this calendar month, I will get Christian Spears back in here. I hope. He's a busy man. He's all over the place. He's not just hanging out, sitting at his desk. He's, He's actually doing athletic director stuff. So we're going to try to get him back in here. But tomorrow on the program, John Mercer. And any other surprise we might have for you. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow, I want to thank my guests for joining me. Huntington City Council Chairperson Holly Smith-Mau. I appreciate her uh, last minute jumping on here and uh, answering uh, all my sport ball questions. And Tony Kemper, the head coach of the Marshall Women's Basketball Team. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. West Virginia Metro News, I'm Alex Thomas. Volunteers continue helping Huntington residents affected by recent flooding. More than 100 homes damaged by high water. Most